to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Faith Lift Sisters. We are on our final day of our fourth week. So day four, week four, and we're in Hebrews. Um, we are going to be jumping into the beginning of chapter six today. So Terry, why don't you just jump right in for us? All righty. I'm going to read uh, verses one through eight. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instructions about washings, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits, for it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the age to come, and then have fallen away to restore them again to repentance since they crucified they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm and holding him up to contempt. Mm, that's a lot. That's a lot. We got two more though, right? We're going through eight. Oh, did I stop at six? You finished six. Oh, I sure did. I'm sorry. For land that has drunk the rain that fall, often falls on it and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated, receives blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed, and its end is to be burned. Well, that's even worse. It is worse. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, it's interesting. For the crop that is useful. <laughs> yeah, we better be careful. It's yeah. really interesting that we go from talking about moving on from the milk you know, growing up in Christ. And now we're being told it's time to move on past the elementary teaching. So I think that's his encouragement, right? That there, there is more to this walk than just knowing that Jesus um, died for our sins, um, just knowing about being baptized and laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Those are all things that we need to know, but now there's more than just that. So practically, what does that look like? Always with the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the so what? Uh, so what? Yep. Because really, yep. I think that that's what it comes down to. Well, yeah. We know about the things. We know, we know about what we read. We know about the tradition. We know about the... X through, no, A through Z. <laughs> I don't know where the X came in. <laughs> we know about A through Z, but why does that matter? What difference does it make? What difference does it make to my life today? What difference does it make to your life? And what difference does it make to us eternally? Well, I think it it's a pretty good warning that we can know all kinds of stuff in our head. We can be puffed up with knowledge and never really be in relationship with God the way he wants us to be. But it's not just about the knowledge. And so I think 
you know, I, I struggle with that sometimes because I love the knowledge part of it. Mm-hmm. I am very attracted to that learning and, and wanting to know that curiosity. But so when I learn something about God, what, what do I do with it? Right. You know, do I just file it away as something that I've learned? Or do I let it really change my thinking or change my heart or change the way I behave? Um, and I, I'm sure that there's, there are times where I, I do a little bit of everything. You know, sometimes I, I say, oh, I need to change that. And sometimes I just file it away because I'm maybe not ready to change something. Um, but I think we have to be very careful not to be forever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So what's the truth? Jesus said, I am the truth. So it all boils down for me to knowing him, to being in relationship with him. Yes, it's important to know those other things. Um, I need to know they're why. foundational. Yeah, foundational. I have a foundation. Yeah. But, but it don't says... Just, just, if I just sit there, I'm kind of sitting in the law a little bit, right? Just like the, I, it's kind of the same thing that the the Jews were doing, they were just sitting in the law that that yep. was their everything. So I can do that too with these foundational principles. I can just sit in them and never let them change me. Because that's what they, they believed. Those were the things that brought them to God. Those were the things that kept them near to God. Those were the things that made God happy. And so they're willing to just keep doing those same things and never growing into a deeper relationship with him or finding out more truth. And I think this whole thing, when you think about who the uh, audience is, you know, the Hebrews who are, are in this new baby church um, and they need to leave some of those things behind. Okay. You, that's the foundation of it. We, you got that. You guys are good at that. Now we need to move further we take those things that we know, the foundation that was laid, it's a good foundation. But as I said last time, now you have to start building on that foundation or that's, it's, it's kind of worthless. worthless. What are you going to do with just a foundation? Right. You know, like, that's, it's a good start. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. would never pour a foundation for a home, run all the plumbing and electrical, have it all stubbed out and then just let it sit yes. there. Leave it. No. Right. Because if you do, it deteriorates. Yes. You can lay all the foundation that you want. And if you don't build on it, eventually that foundation will deteriorate. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's time to, he's saying now it's time to get out and it's time to get busy. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a gross simplification. Mm -hmm. Um. But it's it's time. It's time to do some things. And he says, you know, uh, people who have gotten stuck there and then maybe fallen away from it, um, you tasted the goodness of God's word and all that kind of stuff. That's really good. But when people look at you, this is what I got out of this part anyways, about... um, they're crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm and holding up, holding him up to contempt. And when I was thinking about that, it's like, yeah, people look at us and go, 
oh, wow, they were so involved in that. They they seem so spiritual. They seem to have it all together. They're really good at at these these things. You know, we've heard them talk about um, repentance and all that kind of stuff, but now they're falling away. Now they've gone away from God. I guess I guess it really didn't work. I guess Jesus isn't really real. So they're kind of when when they behave like that and and act that way, it's kind of like they're throwing God and Jesus under the bus. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter, you know. It didn't really stick. I don't know. What an insult to God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, hey, God. Yeah, I used to, I I was super thankful that you sent Jesus and your son and all of that kind of stuff. And yeah, Jesus, thanks for hanging on the cross and really dying this like horrible, horrible, terrible death for me. That's great. But um, that's that that happened before and I'm good now. Yeah, yeah. I'm good now. I think that's yeah. the that's the bottom line. And so then they just step away. Mm hmm. If I if I made that sacrifice, I would be ticked off <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he says you're you're crucifying the son of God over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. Disgrace. Mm -hmm. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think these people are they do good for a while, then they fall into sin. They do good for then they come back. Mm -hmm. they repent and they come back and they do good for a while and they fall into sin. So how many, I mean, we know that God has extraordinary patience with us, but I think this is going on a lot in this group. And you know? I, I don't think it's like, we've talked a lot about the drift. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's calling out the people who are in some ways, he's calling out the people who are kind of drifting, but this is more the, okay, thanks. I'm good now. And then I'm going to go over here and intentionally say, ah, he did it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can do pretty much what I want now because I'm covered. Right. Right. And then at some point they've gone too far and they realize it. Then they, they come back and they repent. Well, you know, like I said, God has incredible patience with all of us, but there comes a point where he's going to say, Hey, you know, either you're with me or you're not. Mm -hmm. Well, it talks also about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, crops, mm -hmm. you know, of the, of the culture. They really understand that. Um, and he uses um, farming and and uh, stuff like that a lot to explain things. But it says, you know, if you cultivate good, you're going to get good fruit and a blessing from God. If you're not cultivating good and you're bearing thistles and thorns that's not good and it's not going to last it's not it's worthless mm -hmm. in fact here it's to me it looks like it's worse than worthless worthless okay. they're going to be they're in danger of being cursed that's a pretty yeah. strong yeah word. and in the end it's to be burned now i don't i think that might be works their works that talks about that in another place that, you know, our our works will be tested and whether they last or they're lasting or if they're burned up. 
you'll still be saved, but you're not getting that crown. So I don't know. It's this is I think there's a little bit of these are hard verses. Pardon the pun, but it's uh talking about holding your feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. This talking is about serious being burned. Stuff. It is. It's very serious stuff, you know, and I love the grace of God and I love hearing about the grace of God and I love being taught about the grace of God. But there is some responsibility on our part not to desecrate His grace, not to take it for granted. Um, and that's our part to play. Um, and I think that some, some of this verse, some of these verses here are talking about that, that willfulness on our part to do something, to have it our way, to do what we want to do, regardless of what we may know is God's way. Um, and if I, if I keep doing that, I keep pushing for my way and I keep rejecting God's way, um, that's not going to end in a very good place for me. Even with his grace, he has some limits. Yeah. And yeah. some there are consequences to our actions. To our actions. Or yeah. our inactions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some of those will be eternal. Yeah. And some of those we will reap right here. Plenty of them are for right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do we want to enjoy the kingdom of heaven here um, in this life? If we do, there might be some boundaries that we need to maintain. Um, and if we want to enjoy the kingdom of heaven eternally, there might be some boundaries that we need to maintain. <laughs> there just might. <laughs> there just might be. Yeah. 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 There, um, this is, like Terry said, this is some pretty heavy passage right here, especially yeah. just coming out of the, hey, you know, babies, elementary, now we're kind of in the nitty gritty of it. And what is that, um, like, eternally? Because well, I think for- Go ahead. I mean, babies don't really have any responsibility, right? You you feed them, you change them, you take total care of them. And so that's how God is with us. I, I know that when I first came to know him, he sure took care of me like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't expect anything of me. He just loved me. But like any other baby that starts to grow, um, the whole point of raising a child, right, is for them to become an independent productive person mature right i think it's the same thing spiritually um in the beginning god's fine with with you being a baby but at some point he expects you to learn how to do some things and take some responsibility and be a productive member of his family that's it like i don't i'm raising my kids to be fully functioning humans humans i'm not raising my kids to be babies no that's right and God is saying the same thing for us. Like, would I, would I be overjoyed if my children never moved out of my house, never had a job, just sat around and played video games all day? Would I be like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about my kids. Right. No. <laughs> you know, if they never got married, if they never gave you grandbabies, let me guarantee you, you would not be happy about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, oh, yes. Children of mine, just live in my basement until I die and then move to the upstairs. Like, no, no. Yeah. That's not, and that's not what God wants for us either. 
And let's be honest, if my kids were not, and, and if they were fully able to be fully functioning members of society, yet they willfully chose not to be, would we judge them? Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Because that is not what they are made to be. That is not who God created them to be. And I think this is kind of like God saying, spiritually, that's the equivalent of that. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Yeah. And we're actually going to leave this on a cliffhanger because we're like, man, condemnation, judgment, you're going to get burned. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to be like, okay, we're going to pray now. We'll see you next time. Um, But we, and we are going to kind of pray now and see you next time. But there's some encouragement coming next week in our, in our talks. So um, if you want a spoiler, go ahead and read ahead. (laughs) Know that we do have to sit in the consequences of our actions. Yep. So um, I will pray for us since I'm the one preaching about the consequences of our actions. (laughs) mocking myself for uh so (laughs) anyway um yeah jesus thank you uh for these words and thank you for the admonishment to get it moving and to grow up and to go out and do some things with what we have learned and not just to sit on it Um, because that's what we're called to do and that's what you have created us for and that is your big and good plan lord is for us to be able to grow and blossom and bring people alongside with us who are the baby plants and the baby Christians. And as we move along to be the old people who are with the cane and um, just rickety on our feet, Lord, that you just take us all the way through and that you bring people alongside with us as we do that. Um, And God, as we are in this season of um, being grown-ups in our spiritual life, Lord, that you would just show us how we can encourage others um, to be the same way. And if there is something that we need to grow up in, Lord, that you would show us what that is, um, that we would not be so busy um, being content with where we are, not be uh, caught up in the works um, that we are called to do, but just to know that it is for you and through your grace. Um And for your glory that we do the things that you have called us to do, Lord. Just help us to keep all of those things in mind as we move through our week. Um, And I just ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And cut. (laughs) (laughs) 